Hey everybody, welcome to a special Uncharted 3 episode of Podcast Derailed. Uh, that's right, this isn't episode 8, it's a special Uncharted episode where uh, your host slash co-hosts, me, Mike, Tim, and Rob from episode 7, uh, we're basically going to give you uh, the good stuff on Uncharted 3. You ready guys? Yeah, this is our yep. podcast Gaiden, our side story. Podcast Gaiden? <laughs> Gaiden is Japanese for side story, so Ninja Gaiden is Ninja side story. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> so uh, you heard it here first. Ninja Gaiden confirmed as a downloadable uh, game in uh, Uncharted 3. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I know. Confirm it. Blame it on the Canadian. <laughs> okay, so let's start with uh, Drake's fortune. So uh, who is Drake? Is that how we're doing it then? We can start just talking about uh, Uncharted 1. Okay, well, Drake is Sir Francis Drake, who uh, is a famed uh, kind of admiral in the British fleet back in the days of uh, Elizabeth I. Uh, one of his most famous things was uh, letting the Spanish Armada go past port. Like, basically, he was playing bowls, and his lieutenant came up and said, Hey, Sir Francis Drake, the Spanish are coming. And he was like, I want to finish my game first, mate. So he finished his game, chased after them, and fucking obliterated them. Was he playing Uncharted? Uh, yes, he was. Uh, <laughs> while playing Bowls. But yeah, um, Drake, in terms of this game, Nathan Drake, who's the main character, voiced by uh, Mr. Nolan North, the voice of video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, 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 a very dashing and debonair young adventurer. Um, you know, the, the modern Indiana Jones, you might say. Don't forget the dreamy hair. The, the, the dreamiest of hairs, Michael. <laughs> and the strongest um, hands in the world. Yes! He has the grip strength to rival any mother. Uh, yeah. He is... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, oh, and, uh, and uh, well, Mike, you, you are the uh, expert on his uh, on his cohort, uh, Mr. Victor Sully Sullivan. Would you like to tell us a bit about him? Sully, yeah, he's just uh, Sully's quite a character, isn't he? He's um, basically he's been mentoring Drake for quite some years, so we understand a lot of which is going to be unveiled in Uncharted Three, which I can't wait to see personally. Yeah, and Sully is uh, well, yeah, he's a bit of a He's a bit of a ladies' man, apparently. <laughs> we don't really know too much about his background, actually. But yeah, he's a bit of a Jack the Lad, and he, you know, he's ripping people off and stuff. He's not totally. He's. He, I'd say that he's quite an unscrupulous character, but at the same time, he's not. He's not out and out bad. He's just, you know, he's a bit of a dodgy geezer, really. Yeah, yeah, not like us a lot. Yeah, yeah. But him and Drake, they, you know, those guys just have total banter going on. It's just fantastic to hear them talking when you're playing and stuff it's they've got they've got some great banter going on there and they really make up the um personally for me it's a highlight of uncharted hearing those two talk to each other because it just really breaks up the atmosphere and everything and they've got some great witty dialogue going on there and oh yeah don't forget the shirts the ostentatious shirts he yeah wears. you've got a big, yeah, you can't forget those and the mustache Mustache. Yeah, and the mustache. I was waiting. Always with a cigar. Always with a cigar as well. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the cigar. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Also, a very modest man. He he knows his limits. He knows when he's too old for this shit. They have to let Nate do the work for him. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he buggers off and goes somewhere hot. Yeah, yeah. With lots of yeah, and jumps off a cliff. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we have to like preface by saying that like. We're PlayStation Universe, right? So it's like Uncharted is a huge part of uh, the PlayStation name, right? The PlayStation brand. Without Uncharted, I mean, what would PS3 be, really? It's uh, a huge part of video games in general. I mean, yeah, totally. Just... I mean, I mean, uh, I just saw Jeff Keighley uh, tweet today or or change his Facebook status or something, saying that Uncharted Three is the best PlayStation Three game to date. Uh, and it's just that was, that's a bold statement, man. And uh, it's it's almost hard not to believe him because. I mean, those games have been so stellar in the past, Uncharted 1 and 2, and they just... I mean, if you see the jump between Uncharted 1 and 2, and if we're expecting anything like that from Uncharted 2 to 3, uh, I think the world's just going to explode. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, I mean, ready to... if you could say it's, if it's the best game on the PS3, that, you know, with Uncharted 3, it could well be 
one of the best games of all time because I mean it's, it's got that amount of clout this series because it's a premiere action blockbuster of the highest sort you know uh, totally. great story great acting great action yeah I broke up with my ex-girlfriend because I told her she should be more like Chloe Frazier well, she should be, and she, she <laughs> like said, Elena for sure. I said you should sound like her, and you should look like more, more like her. You should have Chloe's ass, and she just, <laughs> I just broke up with her. She's like, I'm trying. She got plastic surgery and everything. I said, no, it's not enough. Yeah, but she doesn't have the uh, Claudia Black like faux English accent, unfortunately. <laughs> so yeah, I'm more of an Elena man, to be honest with you. I just like the girl next door look. Agreed. Oh man, yeah. I, I, I'm a bit of a fan of Catherine Marlowe, the uh, which is from Uncharted. <laughs> what the hell Mirror Mirren looking like, eh? Hey, oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Dame Helen Mirren. Yeah, but like she's like a mixture of Judy Dench and Dame Helen Mirren. Well, Dame Judy Dench as well, but like in in the best ways possible. So yeah. So uh, on this first the segment, if you don't have uh, the Uncharted One Platinum Trophy, I'm sorry, but you can't contribute to the podcast. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see you, Don. Uh, have fun with the uh, podcast. <laughs> it's me and Tim, actually, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, we did it, Tim. We ascended. Uh, uh, our life goals are achieved. <laughs> so you found about, the special um, Jack and Daxter trophy in Uncharted 1 then? The uh, yes. the mysterious egg. Yeah. The relic, the strange relic, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, the first time I found it since I actually missed the Jack and Daxter series, uh, I'm totally looking forward to playing them if they come out on a uh, HD collection. But uh, yeah, first yeah, time I found rumors. that egg... That's rumored? It hasn't been confirmed, has it? No, it hasn't been... Um, well, actually, actually um, apparently, I did a story on it a few weeks ago. Apparently, uh, Naughty Dog uh, confirmed it at an event a few weeks ago. But as you said, nothing... There's no, been no press release. But it depends whether you not believe a, if you believe the site that posted it. I mean, I've never heard of a site before. So take that with a pinch of salt, mate. Mm, all right. Yeah, well, but I don't uh... see why not. Yeah, totally. Uh, I really don't see why not either. Um, I'll play. I'll play him then. But when I first found that thing, I was like, "What the hell is this strange relic?" It was an egg, and I was thinking about what does Drake have to do with an egg, and just kind of <laughs> just trying to wrap my mind around it. But um, yeah, what about the Uncharted Two Platinum Trophy? Uh, mm-hmm. No, I don't have that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not really a trophy guy to be honest. I just play the game, beat it, play it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Good job, Tim. <laughs> well, with any consultation, I was finally able to get the platinum in. Uncharted 1 because of the crushing mode like the day before Uncharted 2 came out so I was able to get a full dose of the Uncharted crack that I was able to deal with in <laughs> two weeks it was amazing That's... okay so off of trophies I'm sorry guys sorry yes actually I've got a question guys um, one of my favorite um, aspects about Uncharted 1 is the locations and everything I think they're great and maybe a little bit controversial here but I actually preferred Uncharted 1's locations number 2 that's just my personal opinion sure. I love the whole I love the whole fort thing, you know, the whole, it had more of an Indiana Jones vibe, the whole lost, the kind of tombs and everything, the catacombs, I totally dug that. Um, so what what was your favorite location, guys? Um, I mean, I would have to agree, agree with you, like with, um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, I don't think saying, oh, they're better than Dodgers 2 means that Dodgers 2s were like bad in any way, shape or form, it's just like, oh, no, not too, yeah, no. They were both great, but I think like yeah. one of the things about Uncharted 1 was uh, for like half, you know, all of the game you were in, like these lost cities and temples and exactly. stuff it's really yeah. cool yeah. Uh, yeah. and when you come out of El Dorado you see a, a fucking U-boat hanging off uh, <laughs> yeah. and it's like what? and yeah, exactly. Drake like mirrors your reaction it's like but there's, there's a U-boat here what? I was like, half expecting zombie Nazis to come after me I think that was like they did a really good job of kind of building the atmosphere up oh that, um, was, su- that was superb inside the sub and everything. I swear I thought that um, dead guy was going to jump out at Drake just as he turned around yeah seriously that was great but uh, I mean I, I was an Uncharted 2 I mean I would love to know what I mean you had that um, dude who helped you through some of the ice caverns 
Um, yeah, Tenzin. Oh, Tenzin. Yeah, that's, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's actually yeah. what I was about to say. I uh, would love to know what he was saying during that sequence, and I'm, I will bet half my life savings, which is negative 200 pounds, um, <laughs> that he was saying stuff like Drake, kind of like really witty and jokey and stuff in, in like the yeah. Tibetan language. He was probably taking to me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, especially when you're climbing up, um, spoilers! You're climbing up. I think I spoiled this uh, in the last podcast, but you're climbing up a rope and like you get to uh, like an open clearing, and um, as you're just about kind of getting up, like you see like a shadow move in the background, like an eye lights up and moves and growls, and you're like, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, totally. uh, yeah, that was. I mean, that was really cool. And then suddenly going from kind of really frozen wastelands to uh, Shambhala slash Shangri La in the end was pretty cool as well. Uh, yeah, that was pretty it was good. Yeah, that was mint. Yeah. That was totally mint. How about you, Don? Locations, man. Um, now I'm I'm totally blanking on this, but um, where did Drake wake up? Well, what was a uh, Tibet? Was it Tibet? It was Tibet, right? Yeah, and, like, uh, and yeah. Tibet too. It was like okay. Tibet, yeah, like with okay, Gurkhas okay. or something. So I mean, there's a mil- there's there's dozens of of uh, temples and and sceneries in Uncharted that that are totally memorable. But for me, what really stood out was uh, walking into that ice cavern in Uncharted Two, uh, and having to. <laughs> that scene where uh, Drake, uh, I, 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 no, sorry, he was he was watching Tenzin throw throw that rope. He was like trying to lasso it, and he was yeah. gonna he was gonna try to hitch it onto like a little uh, icicle or something. He's like, you're never gonna get that. Yeah. You never. Get, oh, and he got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that whole ice cavern and everything after that is just it's it's ingrained into my my memory. It was just and then that fight with the uh, with that yeti. Spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that that's just ingrained into my memory. Oh, and also yeah, the no, uh, that uh, that part at the end of Uncharted One where uh, we go to survival horror, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, don't, right. I, don't, I mean, it's okay to spoil that, right? I mean, it's it's old enough, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to an Uncharted podcast, you have to expect. Something. Oh yeah, of course, man. We're just we're to- we're ripping it open, aren't we? You know, we're not, we're not going to spoil the third game because we don't actually know much about no, it. No, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was great, man. That part with the in the Nazi, it was the Nazi base, wasn't it? The yeah, yeah. Base? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was superb. Yeah, brilliant atmosphere. Yeah. Fantastic. So dark. So scary. I think one of the things I always like about the Uncharted is like how a lot of the music uh, is all just uh, kind of environmental and it'll kind of. Uh, uh, like, oh, yeah. like you know, yeah, music just yeah. to kind of let you know where you are, just keep the atmosphere going and uh, not distract you. And yeah, it's not over, it's not overpowering, is it at all? It's just it's subtle, but it's really effective. Yeah. Oh man, and uh, so web weapons in the game. I really like the um, when you, there's a hand cannon, can't remember, the pistol. It was like oh, a weird, yes. like hand, held handheld uh, shotgun, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like whenever I pick that up, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, and like they <laughs> run, run out of ammo, killing several dudes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then suddenly, and then suddenly a grenade falls next to me, and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, whoa, oh, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. And, uh, oh, oh no, 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 don't yeah. <laughs> I basically, <laughs> I basically really repeat well. him as I as I hammer circle button to get away from it, and uh, it really adds to the game, just all the voice acting and stuff. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, of course. But uh, <laughs> we've got some uh, articles going up uh, over the week to do with Uncharted Three. Um, yes, many, many articles. Many, many articles. I think uh, me, Tim, and Mike. In fact, that yeah. was very rude of me to say it that order. Mike, Tim, and me uh, <laughs> have uh, have uh, written some stuff about him. Um, 
I mean, I think, Mike, you've done a spotlight on uh, the man himself, Victor Sullivan. Oh, yes, I have. I've already done one on Nathan Drake and Elena Fisher. So if you guys want to check that out, just do a quick search and you can find that. But, yeah, Sully's going up this week. I mean, let's face it, Sully has to have his own spotlight car article. I fact, actually, I was kind of – I was torn on doing one for Sully and one for his moustache because it's <laughs> Uh, Mike, I I will write a joke one from his moustache and do some weird photoshopping and have it go on the craziest and most awesome adventures imaginable. Um, Just make it like super detailed and make it go on for like five, six pages. (laughs) Just like (laughs) everything about the moustache, how it came Uh, to The moustache found uh, an alien ruins on the moon um, (laughs) and he uh, helped Indiana Jones escape the boulder in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And he helped Lara Croft find Atlantis. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. He also helped Ron Jeremy uh, start off his career. Yeah. What? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think it was... Uh, so, I mean, why... I mean, um, obviously you said you did, like, Nathan uh, Elena first. I mean, yeah. what, why did you um, do Elena before um, Sully? Sully. Um, I honestly don't know. I think it's because I was looking, I was reading about it on Wikipedia and I thought, oh, Elaine is quite hot. I think I'll do an article. <laughs> I think it was just something like that, really. <laughs> and I wanted to even out, to be honest with you, it's because I hadn't done uh, a female character before in that series and I thought, you know, I, you know, I need to do a female character and as much as I love certain other female characters like in the Tekken series or whatever, I thought, no, 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 we've got to do Elena because let's face it, everyone knows who Elena is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, and also, yeah. like, in terms of uh, video game ladies who's one of the very few well developed in terms yes, of yes no let's face it yeah, she, yeah. yeah the, I mean the facial animations I, mean, I still remember actually when I was first playing Uncharted 1 on the part where um, Nate, uh, Nate and Sully leave her on the on the, on the dock at the yes. beginning she's got she's like oh didn't see that coming her facial expressions there I was just like wow I mean seriously that I mean that's a whole other topic talking about the facial expressions but yeah that was they, they did some really great work with that I remember showing so many of my friends that opening sequence in Uncharted 1 uh, where Drake uh, lands the the plane on the uh, wait. So he he lands up. This is Sully, or that lands the plane on the the ocean. Ah, uh, good question. I think it's him. Um, and later in, are you talking right yeah. at the beginning where it's um, yeah, 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 right in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, it's um. I think um. I think it's Sully because Drake and Elena are on the boat, aren't they? Right, and right. Sully lands the plane because they climb. Yeah. 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 Well, that whole that whole uh, that whole sequence with uh, I just the water. I was like, guys, look at this water. It was really one of the, the those early PS3 games where I was like freaking out over the uh, the visuals. It's like you know, show yeah, all was, your friends. Yeah. Visual showpiece yeah. that game was. Yeah. You know, totally. and, and, and obviously Uncharted 2. I mean, that just raised the proverbial barrier, didn't it? It was just yeah. incredible. And, and when you look back at that now, it doesn't look so great. But when you look at Uncharted 3's ship uh, ship level with you know, he drinks yeah. on the boat and well, it's rocking and it's all being done procedurally and it's so insane. That, that I mean, uh, we're going to have a, uh, a small Q&A um, session that I did with um, Arnie Mayer, who's community strategist on Naughty Dog. I, I, we, we had a talk like with a few other uh, games press in Gamescom and he was saying how they don't take the easy route out. Like, that ship in that level is mm-hmm. a ship and it's moving around in a sea. It's not the sea is moving around the ship to make it easy for themselves. Mm. No, 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 no. The ship is moving around. The train was moving along the tracks in Uncharted 2. Uh, the plane yeah. in Uncharted 3 is an object flying through the air, not air rushing past the plane. It's mm. um, you know all difficult stuff that they do just to kind of you know, make it more interesting for themselves, to kind of push the boundaries. Um, and even Which as you, you said guys- about... 
Sorry, early. So, sorry, Rob. Well, we're gonna have to stop talking about Uncharted. I'm, I have nothing else to play. I really want to play Uncharted three. Yeah. If we keep on talking about Uncharted, I'm just gonna just kill myself because it comes out November first. This is really? too much for me. Well, you just have to wait another week, Tom. Sorry. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. So, so Tim, you wrote an article or writing an article on the multiplayer. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what, what kind of stuff are you covering in that? Uh, I think a great place to start would be uh, where I was wrong. I first tried, I tried the beta for two, you know, for the two, and I was very, very pleased with it. And it was very good. And then I tried the beta for three, expecting the same. And uh, like a lot of people, I was dealing with a lot of uh, frustrations with the stiffness of it. And I know I said that in the last podcast, too, a lot of jokes. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I was very worried, and I, I didn't want to be because I know Naughty Dog has faith in their own games and themselves, and they know what needs to be done. Uh, so I. I, but I wrote the, I wrote the article for PSU, which is how I have gotten this far. I'm pretty happy about that and thankful, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, essentially, I'm very glad they were willing to see the uh, both the gripe and the the progressional opinion of the consumer in order to uh, appreciate exactly what they wanted while still doing what they wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean what I've played of the, the beta for three. Uh, you know, I really, really enjoyed the buddy system. is great. The um, oh, yes, uh, like the uh, just some of the, like that weird set piece. Well, not the weird set piece. The great set piece on that uh, the runway part, um, like mm-hmm. going into the hangar afterwards, is kind of really cool and seeing how that works and um, just uh, like some some of the, the rewards or or like um, uh, kind of like counter rewards you get if like your team's losing or something like that. Mm. And those yeah. are great for balancing and um, again the, the weapons are really well balanced. Like I, I had um. Like in Modern Warfare 2, I had a fuck ton of fun walking around with a riot shield uh, and just being someone's human shield and uh, just just trolling everyone. But in a way where I was really easily take outable, but I was just like, people weren't really expecting it, I guess. And uh, I had two people behind me kind of covering me. So I would be the distraction and they would then snipe uh, the guys. But, you know, that that really didn't last very long until people people realized they could just roll a grenade past me and I couldn't really get away in any way, shape, or form. And, uh, you know, it's just really great. And. What kind of changes have they made to the uh, multiplayer since the first beta, Tim? Uh, definitely uh, made the given back the Uncharted Three uh, realization. Like one of the major prospects of two, like in accordance to other ones, or not in accordance with, uh, uh, in comparison to other ones, would be how dynamic the character movement was on top of being able to do exactly what people wanted to do like uh, you know like why walking down the stairs in the arts level I can't remember what the name of it is but uh, walking down the stairs and you know hitting like some sort of uh, geographical deformity and the character tripping for instance uh, was a very dynamic realism that made the whole thing almost personal instead of being you know a simple game where we shoot each other yeah, and they definitely have that, especially with reducing the stiffness in the sprint function in three. Uh, the three has all the mechanics from two, on top of all the enhancements that could possibly be needed, which I think two doesn't need it, but three gave it to us, and it's even better. You know what I love about What's Uncharted it? Three uh, multiplayer? Every time someone jumps, especially Drake <laughs> or anybody, uh, when they do like a big jump off of a uh, off of a building, or something, and they do the the whole spread eagle thing where they open their arms yes. and open their legs. I love that thing. I love that animation. It's gorgeous. And it's just fantastic <laughs> to see people like open like stars in the air whenever they're jumping. It's fantastic. My favorite thing to do is was it the Yemen level with the two towers at either end? Um, and like I think there was there was a zip line uh, 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 off one of the towers. That was Chateau. Sorry, Chateau. Oh, was it you? Sure, yeah. Chateau. Uh, Chateau well, was the French Chateau, the like, house. 
Yeah. Of the Is one that the burning one? one? No, not the burning one. That's Chateau. That's Chateau, yeah. Chateau, yeah. Well, I'm oh, talking sorry. about the one with the, the two separate towers, like, on the side of the map, like a desert-style city. Either way, there was, like, oh. a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, like, a, a zip line off one of the towers, and it travels across at least half the map. Uh, and if you're lucky and some guy's running beneath you, you get, like, a prompt to just, like, fall on them and kill them instantly. It's uh, one of the coolest <sighs> things in the world. Nice. Um, and then uh, I think I did that and threw a um, barrel behind a wall and killed two guys running around the wall. And, uh, yeah, that was um, that was pretty cool, bro. I definitely <laughs> um, had a lot of fun with that beta. Yeah, <laughs> almost this cool. Um, Am I the only person in the world who hasn't played this beta or any yes. Uncharted multiplayer, for that matter? <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure you're going to be brought uh, slap bang into the 21st century when Uncharted 3 comes out, Mike. And uh, out of the <laughs> 6.5 billion people on this planet, yes, you are. Mike. <laughs> well, actually, my mom hasn't played it, and she's almost. Oh, that's right. So. <laughs> Jesus. Well, get to it, Tim's mom. Jeez, man. You're not alone, Mike. I'm not alone. She doesn't no, do Tim. it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Who is? Am I alone in my sentiment of uh, wanting to see Crash Bandicoot brought back? Um, I think uh, so. Well, no, no Crash Bandicoot <laughs> was all right, you know. Man, when it was, yeah, I used, I grew up with that stuff, man. Yeah, it was, totally. It was a good I miss Crash. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it was a good game, man. I mean, it, um, they done, they brought it could out be quite a like lot Sonic, of though. Sorry, <laughs> I could be ruined like Sonic. Like you know, they could go like, well, this is what we want to do. We want to stay to it, and then, blah. Well, no, 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 oh, no, no, Tim. That, that's actually a very apt um, way of putting it because uh, brought back by Naughty Dog. The um, <laughs> the, uh, the the guy who did the level design for Sonic's one, two, and three did the level design for the original Crash Bandicoot games, the original Jack and Daxter games, and he's no longer working at Naughty Dog. So uh, if they did do it, they'd have someone else do the level designing, and it wouldn't quite be the same. Uh, like, I Sonic think they series. have enough uh, pretty good level designers. At they, Naughty do. Dog. they do. They do. They have a lot of good ones. Uh, so uh, I mean, yeah, because he did the level design from Uncharted One. And not Uncharted 2, and you know, Uncharted 2 was still fantastic, so uh, they definitely know their shit down there, so uh, yeah. Um. I want I want Drake to have the same taunt animations that uh, Crash would have, so you know, like humping the air. And do doing that. A little bit. Uh, yeah, he does, he yes. does actually. And uh, Nathan Fillion did that on like a um, Q&A Eurogamer and nearly broke his hip. It was fantastic. Because <laughs> um, they actually had to do all of those in the studio for the game. You mean uh-huh. North? When you said Nathan Fillion... Did I? Oh, yeah. I meant Nolan North, sorry. <laughs> We're not talking about the casting for the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Nolan North, because he, yeah, he was in uh, London, and he was just giving like a, a talk about you know his involvement in the series and stuff. And uh, yeah, just like saying, oh yeah, I, I, I did the uh, the pump, the, whatever they call it, the uh, multiplayer pump. And he kind of does the, yes, get it! And, you know, uh, thrusts his hips a few times, and uh, yeah, pulls the muscle. It's great. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, the article I've written because I'll get back to that because I'm very selfish. As you um, I, I've been I've been obsessed with this article that I've been writing. Like uh, people in the staff know that I've just been talking to everyone about it for like far too much. Basically, um, you may have seen from the trailers. I hope you've seen the trailers. I mean, they're pretty cool, you know. Uh, that in the game they're looking for Ubar, um, also known as Ulam of the Pillars, mm. in the Quran and. Uh, termed by T. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, uh, as Atlantis of the Sands. Uh, it's a lost city uh, in Arabia, which um, historically was very likely part of the very rich incense trade uh, of, you know, for frankincense uh, back in like the times before Christianity and, and uh, Islam in the area. Um, and uh, no, legends, legends in Arabia tell of it being this, you know, city with golden pillars and uh, uh, date gardens and rich frankincense and incredibly spectacular city uh and because of their arrogance uh, allah uh, brought like a seven day 
long storm, uh, sandstorm that buried the city. Uh, and, you know, I, I had to find this stuff out. I mean, they, they mention it briefly in the uh, in, in the trailers. But, uh, you know, I, I looked up some books and I did some research. Uh, uh, British adventurer, uh, uh, Sir Randolph Fiennes, believes he found it in 1992. And I did a lot, most of my research with, with his work because, you know, he'd done the research, a lot of research himself. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I love kind of going into a film like uh, Indiana Jones or um, something with Atlantis and knowing kind of the ideas of, you know, oh, the Holy Grail is a a thing that people had and El Dorado is a city that was made of gold and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I, I didn't have quite that knowledge about Ubar or Around with the Pillars. So I thought, you know, I want to find out about it and, you know, I want people to know kind of what the basic background is so that when some of these twists occur in the story, they can appreciate them more because, you know, I, I liked it mm. in... Because, you know, the, the twists in, I mean, Da Vinci Code, you know, maybe not the best game and best, sorry, film or book in the world, but some of the twists they made on the, the, the Holy Grail, like the pre- preconceptions of the Holy Grail, were really great. Um, you know, some of the stuff that Tomb Raider did for Atlantis was really great, and El Dorado and how that all works there. Even in Uncharted 1, you know, El Dorado and Shambhala and the Tintamani Stone and all, all the twists and stuff they did with that um, was so interesting, and I just didn't know that much about Uba. I mean, it was a big thing in the early 90s and late 80s. Uh, apparently, but I, I, I was too young to really remember it, and I'm glad that I did that. I mean, that should be up now. Uh, Matt, our Australian editor, he he, he edited it and was like, huh, sounds like a history lesson. I was like, oh, oh okay. He goes, I don't like history. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so is, no, is, is that a, a podcast uh, tradition? Uh, every episode that Matt's not on, we <laughs> make fun of Matt? Maybe, yes. Uh, right. but, but no, I, I mean, I, I, I found it really interesting doing the research. It was, uh, you know, I went to a library and got a book. I, I, I searched... 1500 square miles of Hampshire with a five minute internet search to find this book, which is 200 pages, which I then read. And I, mean, I did a lot of other research around as well. I mean, I read some other books in the libraries and I um, uh, you know, I did some internet research, of course, as well. But I, I'm just paranoid that I'm going to co- get a comment on the article saying, oh, all done from Wikipedia. And I'm going to go ballistic and jump through the internet. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the guys, um, you know, they've added their um, kind of trademark thing of having some famous person like Sir Francis Drake who in the first game you know he, he'd found El Dorado but uh, on his you know world tour and I think that's kind of they're saying he found Ubar or at least that's what they're implying in the trailers and you know how you know Marco Polo found Shambhala in uh, his journey in Uncharted 2 that's kind of another cool thing that they're adding there as well and yeah I just think it was a really interesting article uh, really interesting to research and uh, I, I hope people enjoy it yeah, well, man, I know sounds... I'm going to enjoy reading it tomorrow, mate, because I'm going to be publishing it most probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, tomorrow is a few days' time away. Let's peek behind the curtain there. So uh, we're, we're in, like, the past, if you're listening to this now. Ooh. <laughs> Guys, I'm actually curious. So, who's your, who's your favorite uh, Uncharted villain? Uh, so far, out of the the following, let's say uh, Eddie no, Raja. No, 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 there is there is no choice other than though not Lazarevich. Lazarevich? Yeah, he, he was in Lazarevich, so fat Lazarevich. Oh, Donut. <laughs> yes. Right. His first name was, what was it, Zoran? Zoran? Zoran yeah. Lazarevich, yes. Zoran. So there was uh, Eddie Raja, there was Lazarevich, there was uh, Flynn, there was uh, Navarro, yeah. uh, Roman. I, I gotta go with, I like Flynn, man. I don't know. Yeah, For sure. Br- probably because probably he's British, but you know. But, um, you know, no one messes with Eddie Raja. He was cool yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, as well because I've got the Hosra. Um so <laughs> yeah. yeah I would uh, yeah Rob likes his an oldie but a goodie yeah <laughs> definitely I've got to give it to Lazarevich he was uh, genuinely scary not many video game villains are scary but he was a scary dude like 
He was just intimidating, super intimidating. I don't know. He's a huge guy. He was a right bugger to fight as well. <laughs> yeah, totally. On crushing, that was oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Uh, I think we're gonna cut to that Q and A session with uh, Arnie Mayer, who's as I said, is a community strategist like Naughty Dog. Uh, this is a Q and A with some of the press he did uh, in Gamescom uh, a few months ago. So uh, listen to that. Question about multiplayer: Would you be able to carry over any stats from Uncharted 2? Yeah, those are two completely separate uh, games. Basically, yeah. You seem to have uh, quite a focus on the lighting in this game because there's a fantastic lighting effects going on on each of the levels. Is that uh, something that's been kind of consciously done just to kind of highlight the fantastic use of the lighting? Or? Um, well, we we actually did a really big step forward in our lighting model with uh, Uncharted 2, sort of having this filming curve, so this whole dynamic contrast, and sort of um, the way we drew the lighting. So that actually set Uncharted 2 for a lot for a lot of things really set the foundation for us to be able to push things forward um, in a lot of our technology. Uh, and lighting is one of those, along with physics and you know, sort of our water tech and our sand tech. But um, yeah, lighting is always a focus for us. Be able to shed any lights on the title, Great Deception. On the title? Yeah. Um, well, I, if you'd seen the the um, the cutscene for Catherine Marlowe uh, back that released back at GDC, so that's part of it. Um, because Catherine Marlowe is sort of a new type of antagonist. Um, and so she sort of, as opposed to sort of being guns and brawn, she's all about uh, sort of the psychological aspect of it and, uh, you know, sort of very cunning and deceptive. Um, but there's also other meanings too. Part of it goes back to Sir Francis Drake and his sort of navigation around the globe and aspects to it where he did not write about. Um, there's a period of time uh, between sort of the, um, between East Asia and Africa that was unaccounted for, which is sort of the platform for ours. So it's also about sort of his supposed deception as well. And again, you know, there's plenty of other meanings you can read into it. I mean, that's the whole point of a lot of our uh, subtitles are sort of having these multiple meanings. The Living Daylights. Yeah. Timothy Dalton was in it. Yes, he was. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, did you consider getting him in for any voice work if you did when he did the um, cargo plane sequence like that? Uh, I don't know if we <laughs> talked to. I mean, usually what we a lot of our actors are pretty much unknowns or yeah. you know have done a little bit of work. Um, the way that Amy casts her actors, it's really good. She brings them in. She has them read with other members of the cast to see if the chemistry is there. Uh, so we basically we just see who's available and who sort of kind of fits the profile. I don't know if we. Ever thought about Timothy Dalton? <laughs> it's the it's it's first time I've never heard really? before. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm 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 shocked actually. <laughs> Have you been able to take anything away from the beta? Uh, yeah, tons. And I think um, I mean we had three updates during the beta that uh, were specific to player feedback and sort of our qualitative or quantitative data as well. Um, and so that just shows that already from the bat, we're taking uh, feedback uh, from the different forms and making updates to the beta. Um, and then, you know, post it. I mean, there was a ton of feedback on our blog and on the forums, the different forms around there. Um, so we definitely put that in there. Actually, this build has a few, um, the build that we have for multiplayer back here and on the floor already has a few tweaks, mostly related to gameplay and traversal mechanics uh, more than anything. But um, I know those guys are still addressing that feedback I and mean, we're not done with development, so they're going to keep tuning and tweaking the multiplayer until we're done. 
I mean, given the stuff you've had going on in those demos, you know, like with objects moving around and obviously the plane crashing, and it's all really impressive. I mean, is there anything you guys have tried that you have been hindered by the technology? Any ideas? Uh, well, we always, I mean, the way our development process goes is, you know, we try to figure out these crazy scenarios ahead of time. Um, and so, actually, I was talking to Sam at lunch, but um, the uh, sort of the cruise ship, or I was talking to another colleague at lunch, but the cruise ship demo that we showed, the cargo plane demo sequence, came just organically out of a brainstorm that we held early on in development, sort of saying, hey, what would be, you know, what would be really cool over the top action sequences? So once we sort of earmark some of the more challenging ones, then we try to figure out what technology fits for it. Uh, and generally, they all build. I mean, sometimes it takes a long time for it to come through. A great example was in Uncharted 2, that uh, moving train sequence was one of the first sequences that we built out, but it was also the last one to finish because of the technology challenges that were there. So we're seeing some of that uh, when we're developing it here, too. Uh, it's not to you guys specific, but how is you involved with the, 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 um, the uh, beta title? Um, well, just like with anything, as a franchise holder, you know, we work closely with them to give them assets, backstory, um, Sony Ben. So, uh, you know, we're definitely uh, have a good look into their development process. They've done a really great job. Are you looking at any connectivity between the two? Uh, we haven't really discussed that. Are you guys now at the point where you're just waiting almost for the next generation of consoles? Because does it look like we're waiting? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, this is just it. I mean, I'm looking at that and wondering just how much further like PSC can be pushed because uh, there's always optimization. There's always more tweaks. I mean, the biggest uh, the biggest jump we had between Great Fortune and Turtle Two really came from a lot of engine optimization, and then that freed up. Uh, resources to work on the physics, and the same thing for this one. You know, we did more engine optimization, so we can do even crazier things with the physics. That cruise ship is a physics object on a procedurally generated ocean. Like, that's a whole physics object. The plane, same thing. It's a whole physics object. Uh, so you know, just we can keep hammering at it and optimizing it. Was movable 3D ever considered during development? Uh, well, 3D has been considered. Uh, we fully support 3D. Um, which actually provided us some benefits for multiplayer because it let us have split screen, um, but we're not supporting it. Uh, we, did, we took a look at it, but I mean, that's not the type of game we have. Was Neil Druckmann involved in Ryan? Uh, Neil's definitely part of the team. All right, guys, so I hope you enjoyed that Q&A session. Good job, Rob. Well, thank you. Yes, it was good. I liked it. So make sure you guys check out Uncharted 3 when it comes out on stores on November 1st. Um, it comes with a collector's edition also with a cool-ass Nathan Drake statue. Uh, I want to net myself one of those. Yeah. Kidding. Uh, after I wrote my article, I went and pre-ordered it immediately after knowing what the story was about. I was, uh, yeah, that excited about it. Mm. What else does that collector's edition comes with? Come with? Uh, a belt question. buckle, bam. A, oh yeah, the belt buckle, and the necklace, the and the uh, uh, Saint Francis Drake ring. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Does does it come with any in-game uh, content? Uh, uh, Drake's deception. Hmm. I don't want game. that. I just want the statue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks a lot. That's been podcast derailed, uncharted episode. So uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>